0: You're listening to the Gen Zen Broadcasting System.
1: You're listening to Forty Something Podcast, Valley in the Vig. Now, here are your hosts, Silicon Steve Valley and the Vig.
0: Forty something podcast! We are back once again, episode 68 with Valley and the VIG 40-something podcast. VIG is on assignment. He had a great weekend out in Colorado checking out Humphreys McGee. We'll have more on that later. But because he has been indisposed on this Manic Monday, the Silicon One, yours truly, Sea Valley, is going to be coming on here talking a little bit about what's been going on. And we would be remiss. Being how much we have dedicated to the cryptocurrency world, we would be certainly remiss if we did not talk about what's absolutely really to the chagrin and pretty much a surprise to a lot of people, particularly me and the VIG, the crypto keeper himself. He really thought there was going to be the next six weeks was going to be a very good bounce back for the cryptocurrency world, Bitcoin in particular. But what we have seen the last month has been a slow b- bleed, drop, little return, slow bleed, drop, little return, slow bleed, drop, little return. Bitcoin sits at 32k right now, and I remember a couple weeks ago we we're talking about how Bitcoin was gonna come back. We were gonna see possibly seventy thousand dollars. We were going to see possibly at one point $100,000 by the summer, but I think as I I have, now that I'm, I've been in the game a little bit, and again, as we always say, this in no way is a reflection of any kind of sound advice. I haven't made a ton of money, but this is a subtle theory that I have. Last year, when did Bitcoin explode? And I'm not talking about when it was 100 to 800 or 800 to 8,000. I'm talking about last year. It was $8,000 pre the pandemic. It grew almost eight times the next year during the pandemic. And what was happening during the pandemic, folks? Nothing. What were people spending their money on? They were spending their money. On fixing their house, investing, or putting it up their nose or into their body. You weren't putting out money for vacations, you weren't going to concerts, you weren't doing any of that stuff, and people were just taking money. And we talk about the unemployment. Oh my god, it's so crazy, people are suffering. The government took care of its citizens during this pandemic, folks. Anytime we cry and complain about the government. There's a reason people don't want to go back to work They were just getting paid two In some cases three or four times The amount of money they were getting By working a job that they fucking hated So now they can't go back to work So now they don't want to go back to work But now things are opening up And people need to start spending money And the government's going to stop giving them money So they're not going to have the extra funds That they're used to because if you're working at a shitty job, you absolutely despised. And you're living paycheck to paycheck. You're doing what you can. Pandemic comes, you get unemployment. If you qualified for unemployment, you're making, like as I said, two or three times more than you were. Me personally, when the pandemic started... I was bringing in in 30% more per paycheck sitting on my ass getting stoned in my fucking backyard thinking about how much of a fuck-up I've been for 40-something years and how I'm going to rebuild and reclaim or, or, or just build not even rebuild, just build but a lot of people didn't do that a lot of people took things celebratory becoming alcoholics while you have children celebrating how drunk you're getting and you imagine this you're in your mid 40s mid 30s you have children you have a job and you're taping yourself doing shots celebrating that you're killing your liver that's the example you want to set for your fucking children i digress I'm salty today point being as I get back to it we are in a situation where people now are going to have to start working for their dollar and people are not going to have as much money and they're going to be spending more which means there's not going to be as much money for Bitcoin yes the rich people and the people that have always been in Bitcoin are still going to be involved but a lot of people like myself didn't get really heavily involved in Bitcoin until it was around 40,000 50,000 people like us, we have to come to this realization, we missed this first boat boat ship, sail gone and now you see the steady decline in cryptocurrency because it's not really a known relevant entity yet to the masses And a lot of people just got into Bitcoin not knowing what the hell a cryptocurrency was. They just knew they put in $20 and they made $100 in like three months. So that's where I'm at. I think a lot of this surplus money that the country had, instead of investing it, instead of putting it into your future, instead of putting it into your kids, whatever, people invested it in Bitcoin. And they did go with cryptocurrency because you get that high, you get the endorphin levels jumping up when you buy Bitcoin, and it certainly helps when you make money on Bitcoin. But now a lot of people like myself have lost their shirt, or at least part of their shirt. I mean, there's people who mortgaged their house, pulled out a second mortgage, or, or did some insane thing at forty or $50,000, and now they lost a lot of their money. And they're blaming China, they're blaming Elon Musk. But you didn't do anything to earn that fucking money. You heard about people making money hand over fist from 8 to 8,000 to 40,000, you wanted to jump on board and you made a good amount of money from 40,000 to 60,000. But now you're looking like an asshole. And as optimistic as the most cryptocurrency people are, the fact that remains is that cryptocurrency is not a well-known entity to the common folk. People don't know what it all does yet. So now that there's not as much money being pulled out, people are pulling money out. And by the way, I include myself in that. Full disclosure, I pulled 95% of my portfolio in cryptocurrency yesterday and the day before over the course of two days. Because I'm telling you right now, folks, this is my opinion. Bitcoin is going to drop to $20,000, if not a little bit below Before it stays there And then you're going to see a big Climb Once people know what the fuck it is So I am Cutting A small loss Because I reinvested a couple weeks ago After I dumped when it was When Bitcoin and the cryptocurrency Was doing well around 50 something thousand And I bought in around 36 And at 30, after playing around with 38, 39, and then down to 35, 32, 33, and then another plummet, and then it goes up to 34, and then another plummet. And then it went back to 30, then it got back to 34, what have you. I think I sold it at 34, 33, or 34. But I am very confident that I saved myself. I know I saved myself a ton of money the last 24 hours, let alone the previous 24 hours. So I've saved a lot of money so far. Now, the VIG will tell you that it was risky because what if it comes back big time? I'm keeping a very close eye on it. Comes back big time, I am confident I will pounce before I lose. Will I get it all back? No. But I'm playing the long game, but that doesn't mean I have to sit in the plays where I know I'm going to get raked in the ass. Just a little food for thought, folks. I, you know, when people say it's risky, the vig—it's risky for the vig because the vig got in on this early. I have a—I have to have a different philosophy than the vig. When you get in on a thousand dollars at thirty-two grand, you're still sitting fucking pretty. But if you get in at thirty-six k, I'm not looking pretty. And I'm not just going to sit on the Titanic while it sinks. I'm keeping a close eye on it, and when the moment is right, I am going to strike, and I will make a lot of money in cryptocurrency. I guarantee goddamn that as the day is long. But now is not the time. Right now, you just lose money. So my question is, if I am confident that Bitcoin is going to, over the next couple weeks, next couple months even, because, look, things are opening up, and people are going to start being like, I want to go on trips. I want to go out to eat. I want to spend my money on joy they're not going to care about their future as much they don't need the distraction I mean what Bitcoin became to a lot of people was just a distraction during the pandemic and now people's other interests are are sparked in other ways oh the sports are coming back the concerts are coming back all the gatherings all the communities we can all gather together again Maybe we won't have an insurrection now if there's not a pandemic. I don't know. But people are going to get distracted. One of the reasons shit blew over so badly over the last year and a half was because of the pandemic. There's no doubt. It did not help you had a divisive scumbag piece of shit as your president. That didn't help at all. So... This is Tales from the Crypto Keeper today folks. Silicon Steve Valley with you for 40 something podcast and we continue to roll along here. I'm flying solo today and we are talking cryptocurrency. And that's just where that is at in terms of how I feel. So you can certainly do. It, it really depends, but if you are in the 32 if you are in the investment range of between 30 and 50,000 I suggest Get out. Cut your losses if you have them. Wait a little bit. Come back when the water's a little warmer. Right now it's not warm. Right now it's cold. It's a slow bleed drop. Little come back. Slow bleed drop. Little come back. It, it's a pattern that consistently, continuously happens over and over and over again. Over the last couple weeks, after the last several weeks, really since Elon Musk. Went on Saturday Night Live. Shit has gone downhill. There's a couple bumps here and there, but overall, guys, it's not. Bitcoin has dropped oh almost 50 percent since Musk was on Saturday Night Live. That's insane. I think it peaked at around 63, 64, and now it's at 32. So, and that's not a panic move folks cut now and you got to keep an eye on it though you can't leave it and go for a couple weeks and go, I wonder what Bitcoin is doing then you see it's $50,000 and you're like, fuck so keep an eye on it but there's no reason you have to sit in these no reason you have to sit in these plays when you know they're just running right now they're just running the clock out China's doing their best to keep it to make it look like shit to maintain control And now since all the drop happened Then the fear from all the Establishment who's going to want to capitalize on Cryptocurrency by the way all this Is by the way has all this is Happening and cryptocurrency is Dropping like an anvil Governments Agencies Billion dollar Companies are all planning Their own blockchain Cryptocurrency is a thing that will Happen so if anyone do you hear Anyone say oh, oh sh- it's over. No, 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 no. Cryptocurrency is going to be massive. It's going to be huge. But the controllers of this world don't want it to be huge just yet. Not yet! Not yet! They want their control as long as they can. And they're not the only ones. A lot of people love control. Why do you think white people are fucking scared shitless in the United States right they don't have the same feeling of control that we once did it's been a slow incline to equality and we're not even close yet but we're a lot closer than we were but that's the same thing. It's about control. It's about who wants to give up the control, who wants to have control. And at the end of the day, a lot of governments are realizing if they don't get into this cryptocurrency game, they're not going to have control. So governments right now are stake making their stakes. They're investing billions of dollars into cryptocurrency right now, folks. Look at Wall Street's investing billions of dollars in cryptocurrency right now. This didn't go away. Just the masses are getting scared. Be patient, young grasshoppers. We're gonna make it through. That being said, I wanted to take this opportunity doing a solo show today. Uh, to wrap things up, we're going to rock a little music right now, if you'll indulge me. And this one's gonna be for my uncle Johnny. Uh, just celebrated Father's Day, and uh, one of the great things I've had the opportunity to do since the pandemic stopped. Was play a couple different instruments that I never played before. One of which being mandolin. So here is a song that I play on mandolin and I am dedicating it to my wonderful Uncle Johnny who left us, checked out about six months ago. And um, just a lot of great memories with him singing songs and getting drunk at the family parties and arm wrestling and taking me to Wrestlemania 5 in Atlantic City with my father and a lot of really, really just great moments and great family times and uh, I love my Uncle Johnny uh, very very much my mother as I was growing up said you remind me of your Uncle Johnny you're just like your Uncle Johnny and uh, that's about as good of a compliment as I've ever gotten because he was one of the most loving hard working beautiful people I've ever met so That being said, um, here is for uh, Uncle John Duddy, um, and uh, it goes out to my cousins too. They celebrated their first Father's Day without their their father, and um, my dad checked out back in 2008. And um, you know, the first one's a little little rough for sure. And my Uncle Johnny was very prevalent. And very, and very, very beloved by his children. An extraordinary amount. Um, I really envy that. And i um, just hoping my daughter looks at me half the way they look at my Uncle Johnny and their
1: father. So, here's to Uncle Johnny. Well, they do up the chicken down in Philly last night Burned out his house, too out in boardwalk, they're ready for a fight See what they're acting for us to do we got some trouble busting in that estate Yeah, can't get no release we Gotta rumble out, probably land. And the gambling commissions Ain't on the skin with their teeth Oh, everything dies, nice, baby, that's a fact think that dies someday Comes back Take your makeup on Your hair are pretty I'll meet you tonight In Atlantic City Well I've got to go, got to put my money away But i got some debts No honest man today I cut out of the central Trust. Got us two tickets on that coast City bus Well, everything nice, baby, that's what that it's gonna get cold Everything dies, baby, that's a fact Maybe everything that dies on goes bad Well, that got me a child But it's hard to find Got the winners and losers, try not to get caught on the wrong side of the line. But I'm tired of always losing out Here in the end. I met a guy last night, gonna do, do a favor for him Well, everything I, that's a fact. Maybe everything that look someday. He comes back with your hair self for oh, I'll meet you tonight in Atlantic City I'll meet you tonight in Atlantic City I'll meet you tonight in Atlantic City
0: You have been listening to 40 listen something podcast with Valley and the Vig. Valley solo version. Thank you so much for listening. Check us all out. We're on our way to Peach Fest just a couple weeks away. We're on our way to summer camp. It's going to be fun. 40-something podcast. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all the social medias, and of course YouTube. This is Silicon Steve Valley for 40-something podcast. We'll talk to you guys later.